Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 50 The Mighty One, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and does not keep silence. Before her is a devouring fire and a mighty tempest all around her. She calls to the heavens above and to the earth that she may judge her people. Gather to me, my faithful ones, who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens declare her righteousness, for God herself is judge. Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. I will not accept a bull from your house or goats from your folds. For every wild animal of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the air and all that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world and all that is in it is mine. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. But to the wicked, God says, What right have you to recite my statutes, or take my covenant on your lips? For you hate discipline, and you cast my words behind you. You make friends with a thief, and when you see one, a thief when you see one, and you keep company with adulterers. You give your mouth free rein for evil, and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your kin. You slander your own mother's child. These things you have done, and I have kept silent. You thought that I was was one just like yourself. But now I rebuke you, and lay the charge before you. Mark this, then, you who forget God, or I will tear you apart, and there will be no one to deliver. Those who bring thanksgiving as their sacrifice honor me, To those who go the right way, I will show the salvation of God. Zechariah 7 In the fourth year of King Darius, the word of the Lord came to Zechariah on the fourth day of the ninth month, which is Chislev. Now the people of Bethel had sent Sherezer and Regamelech and their men to entreat the favor of the Lord and asked the priests of the house of the Lord of hosts and the prophets, Should I mourn and practice abstinence in the first month, fifth month, as I have done for so many years? Then the word of the Lord of hosts came to me. Say to all the people of the land and the priests, When you fasted and lamented in the fifth month and in the seventh, for those seventy years, was it for me that you fasted? And when you eat and when you drink, do you not eat and drink only for yourselves? Were not these the words that the Lord proclaimed by your former prophets, when Jerusalem was inhabited and in prosperity, along with the towns around it, when the Negeb and the Shephelah were inhabited? 
The word of the Lord came to Zechariah, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Render true judgments, show kindness and mercy to one another. Do not oppress the widow, the orphan, the alien, or the poor, and do not devise evil in your hearts against one another. But they refused to listen, and turned to a stubborn shoulder, and stopped their ears in order not to hear. They made their hearts adamant in order not to hear the law and the words that the Lord of hosts had sent by his spirit through the former prophets. Therefore great wrath came from the Lord of hosts. Just as when I called, they would not hear, so when they called, I would not hear, says the Lord of hosts. And I scattered them with a whirlwind among all the nations that they had not known. Thus the land they left was desolate, so that no one ever went to and fro, and a peasant and a pleasant land was made desolate. Jude chapter five chapter five through twenty one sorry verses five through twenty one Now I desire to remind you, though you are fully informed, that the Lord, who once for all saved a people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed those who did not believe, and angels who did not keep their own position but left left their proper dwelling, he has kept in eternal chains and deepest darkness for the judgment of the great day. Likewise, Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which in the same manner as they indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural lust, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. Yet in the same way, these dreamers also defile the flesh, reject authority, and slander the glorious ones. But when the archangel Michael contended with the devil and disputed about the body of Moses, he did not dare to bring a condemnation of slander against him, but said, The Lord rebuke you. But these people slander whatever they do not understand, and they are destroyed by those things that, like irrational animals, they know by instinct. Woe to them! For they go the way of Cain, and abandon themselves to Balaam's error for the sake of gain, and perish in Korah's rebellion. These are blemishes on your love feasts, while they feast with you without fear, feeding themselves. They are waterless clouds carried along by the winds, autumn trees without fruit, twice dead, uprooted, wild waves of the sea, casting up the foam of their own shame, wandering stars for whom the deepest darkness has been reserved forever. It was also about these that Enoch in the seventh generation of Adam prophesied, saying, See, the Lord is coming with ten thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment on all and to convict everyone of all the deeds of ungodliness that they have committed in such an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things that ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are the grumblers and malcontents. They indulge their own lusts. They are bombastic in speech, flattering people to their own advantage. But you, beloved, must remember the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. For they said to you, In the last time there will be scoffers, indulging their own ungodly lusts. It is these worldly people, devoid of the Spirit, who are causing divisions. But you, beloved, build yourselves up on your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Look forward to the mercy of, the, of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. Good morning and welcome to the 22nd uh, Tuesday after Pentecost. This is Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. Uh, this week is the week of lengthy readings. 
Uh, so yesterday, today, and tomorrow have Psalm 50 um, in its entirety, all 23 verses. And then today and yesterday, well, yesterday we had a long reading. This morning, we also have another uh, relatively long reading from Zechariah 7. And then finally, um, the only uh, book of the Bible that only has one chapter, the book of Jude, or the letter of Jude, um, verses 5 through 21. Um, and it went on quite long. And I, I want to keep my reflection short um, to make sure I don't... Um, yeah, I, I just try to do that generally. I've been failing lately. Um, but it, the the theme the last couple of days um, seems to emphasize um, being cautious about false teachings and false... Um, teachers, um, even when they are, um, you know, members of the body of Christ or, you know, insiders to our community of faith. Um, <clears throat> the, um, the last several days, uh, today and yesterday, um, have, has seemed to focus on this, um, interest on careful attention to, um, right teaching and right action that um, even insiders are are to be subject to you know some level of scrutiny so yesterday we heard from Paul about um, you know whatever everybody else does that's fine but don't you associate with other believers who are immoral or you know fill in the blank um, and today in Jude um, Jude talks about um judging false teachers, um, calling them dreamers that defile the flesh and reject authority, um, and that finally slander the glorious ones. Um, and it brings, Jude brings in some of these uh, scriptural, historical kind of examples of um, the angel Michael contending with the devil, going to Moses, um, the way of Cain, and um, then also, and it contrasts them later with um, Enoch, who was descended from Adam and Seth, Seth who replaced Cain. And so this dichotomy is being emphasized. Um, and the early parts of Genesis play on this kind of polar opposites. You know, so Cain kills his brother Abel, is replaced by Seth, and all of Seth's line is, you know, kind of over-the-top pious, and the names all mean these amazing things. And in Cain's line... Um, doesn't go as far. I think Cain only has seven generations that are described, and Seth has ten, um, uh, finally being consummated in Noah and the flood. Um, and uh, these the warnings, um, they aren't repeated the same way, and I kind of like some of the readings this morning. Um, but it did recycle some of the language about scoffers and people who are worldly and devoid of the spirit. Um, and on one level, I hear that and I, I think of, uh, you know, when when I was, you know, maybe not the most well-behaved Christian. Um, and, uh, and maybe actually I was quite well-behaved in some people's kind of assessment. Um, but it does... It's uncomfortable to 
to play up the weaknesses and the errors of others. And that's part of the reason why I try to encourage against, you know, kind of railing on the current administration um, on the one hand, or, I mean, I'm probably more left of center and trying to keep from dehumanizing people on the right. Um, but I do think that um, the left, progressives on the left can can be dehumanized as snowflakes or SJWs or whatever. Um, but we can't escape the fact that um, our own holy scripture does this. Um, and so it isn't necessarily a prescription to do it ourselves. Um, but the, the, the principle at heart, which is to be cautious, um, you know, the, the rhetorical flourish and kind of excess of, you know, dehumanizing and, and darkening the character of your adversaries and brightening your own, you know, the glorious ones and blah, blah, blah. Um, it's a rhetorical move that I think um, can can be confused with, you know, this idea that we should be talking or thinking this way about others. Um, I think in, when it gets down to the nitty-gritty, um, you know, the kind of boots-on-the-ground level, um, we have to show patience and, frankly, tolerance to those um, while not... Um, being any less wise as a serpent, um, being any less cautious about what we're being taught and told and um, led to believe. I think we have to be careful to test the spirits and to um, not necessarily believe all the stuff that we've that we receive, um, but also to give grace to those that we feel differently from and who and that we may think uh, are trying to influence others in a negative way um, I think that's the middle ground that um, that uh, Jesus laid out and I hope that um, we can emulate as well a prayer for our enemies from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, the Father of all, whose Son commanded us to love our enemies, lead them and us from prejudice to truth. Deliver them and us from hatred, cruelty, and revenge. And in your good time, enable us all to stand reconciled before you, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling in to First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this 
or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.